1: hello 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 and welcome to another edition of the niner noise podcast part of the fan-sided podcast network (laughs) my name is robert morrison a contributor at ninernoise.com and god uh, wow um (laughs) Uh, yeah what a start huh um man i just i don't know how to how to really get into this at all? Um, that that was like one of the ugliest football games I've ever seen in my whole life. Um, one of the strangest games I've ever seen in my whole life. It it is mind-boggling to me what happened last night. Um, I'm recording this Monday afternoon on the East Coast. Um, it what? it's 11 to 10, 11 to 10. Um, that was the score by which the Broncos won, uh, the game last night in, uh, uh, at Empower Field at Mile High in Denver, Colorado. The Niners fall to one and two after scoring just 10 points, um, in the game. Uh, they are 28th, uh, in points per game in points scored, um 3-3 three, three games just 47 points through 3 games uh, and you have to keep in mind they scored 27 last week so that's um means 20 in the other two games they've only given up 37 points their their third uh in the NFL in that regard um i i don't understand what happened there um this is a team that for all intents and purposes. I think if you made them um if you took away the rain um in week one. Um and, and and even a a modicum of normal offense happens uh outside of the one drive where they scored the touchdown in the first quarter in this game. The, I mean, even then, even then, that's the weird that's the thing. It's like they're going to talk about the offense and how bad the offense was and all the mistakes that they made, you know, they turned the ball over three times, including right at the end of the game, which was sort of a, like microcosm of the game as a whole offensively. It didn't, I I didn't really get the impression, even at that point that if, even if Jeff Wilson doesn't fumble the ball there, I don't get the impression that they're going to drive down and, and get a win. But the fact of the matter is, as I, as I already said, this defense has been fantastic. Um, you know, against three suspect offenses—Bears, uh, Seahawks, and now the Broncos—who are certainly suspect in in ways that you wouldn't have expected them to be, but they still have probably the uh, one of the you know top ten quarterbacks in the NFL in, in Russell Wilson. And like Peter and I said in the preview episode, this was this was the one thing. This was the one thing <laughs> that was gonna be the thing that 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 for lack of a of a better word screwed the Niners defense over like the Niners defense was going to be good enough was the offense going to be good enough or were they going to keep the Broncos in the game for for longer than they deserved um in spite of the fact that it it the defense was playing so well and that's exactly what happened that russell wilson was 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 pretty bad on Sunday. He finished 20 of 33 184 yards. He was sacked four times. Um his QB rating was 75.8 if that matters to you. Um he he wasn't good. I mean, he had one good drive at the end um where he strung together some plays, pulled some stuff out of his um out of his magic hat and and managed to to pull out a a win for his team, but he wasn't good. He could only really find one receiver, Cortland Sutton, at eight catches for ninety-seven yards. Everybody else, Melvin um, Gordon was second, five for twenty-nine yards. Uh, Jerry Judy didn't factor into this game. Nothing from their tight ends, really. Um, I, I, I just I don't understand. Like this is a this is this is frustrating. Certainly, from I'm sure this is something that all Ford Nineers fans are are feeling um after this game you know jimmy garoppolo 18 to 29 211 yards you know a touchdown interception all in that regard those numbers in and of themselves don't necessarily look bad um you know 11 incompletions it's not great but it's not horrible um his qb rating was 81.2 but he fumbled the ball once in a key position um and then really the 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 play that made the difference in the game um was him inexplicably inexplicably stepping out of bounds stepping out of the back of the end zone for a safety and that ended up being the difference in the game because if you think about it even if even if the Niners offense can't ever get going and they only score those 10 points um leading up to the final drive even if they still the the Niners defense bends and they give up that that touchdown drive to the Broncos later, that's still just a game tying touchdown. There's no way they're going to go for two to try to get the, try to get the win. And even if they did, if the, if the two point conversion goes the same way, well now it's 10 to nine and the Niners win through sheer force, force of random luck, but the safety ended up being the difference. I know it's a one point game, but um, it ends up being the difference because of the way that the, the Broncos attacked the rest of the game and, um, you know, do they kick a? Do they do they truly try to kick a field goal? Um. At that point, when what was it When McManus? Um, gosh, that was in the no. They kicked a field goal before. Oh, they tried to kick a field goal after the safety. Do they try to kick that field goal? They didn't get it. Um, but do they try to kick the field goal there? Do they go for it? Who knows? When they score the touchdown, it's now ten to ten instead of ten eleven to ten. The Niners are playing a completely different game, knowing that they're uh, in a situation to, to to where they're, they're tied and they, and they're, they're at least in this game probably deserved overtime, um, tied at 10. That would have just been fantastic. But I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, this defense is really good. Um, we're still missing a few key players, you know, Jimmy Ward's still probably out for maybe at least, at least one more week, but it could be longer depending on how his health is going um Eric Armstead didn't play uh Aziz Alshire went down um a little after halftime or maybe right before um it's not a it's not 100% what, what it will be when it's all said and done and so all the more frustrating that they're still not I mean again last week we talked about how they technically didn't give up any points last week that goes in their points against stat that seven that seven points but the Niners defense didn't give that up. The special teams did. Um and this week, same kind of thing. The Niners defense gave up nine points. And the offense gave up the other two, which was the difference in the game. Um and it's it's astounding to me. And, you know, there's a lot of ways that we could that we could uh, you know chalk this up to to the fact that Garoppolo didn't didn't have a chance to I don't know, he didn't get to play during the preseason and he didn't really have an off season program or anything like that. And that's fine. That would explain, you know, timing issues and it would explain a lot of things, but it doesn't explain the one thing, the one the one situation late in the game where it's it's a mistake you know it's a mistake to not know where you are on the field it's a mistake to not be able to identify um the right thing to do there um and it ended up costing the 49ers a lot not to mention uh the fact that on that very same play (laughs) where Garoppolo um steps out of the back of the end zone to pick up a safety um, while, um, avoid and, and ends up avoiding, uh, a pick six in the process. But if you think about it, they also lost Trent Williams, probably for an extended period of time, uh, on that very same play, um, high ankle sprain looking like it. Um, so that's usually a four to six weeks period, four to six week period. It's now, uh, certainly, <laughs> certainly, um, not not the ideal and I'm not blaming Trent Williams's injury on Jimmy Garoppolo but at the same time, this is this is not where this team wants to be um this is not where this team expected to be um this game right here looking at the schedule coming in this two game stretch of Sunday night football against the Broncos and Monday night football next week against the Rams was the sort of major early test in the first four games then they travel to Carolina to Atlanta then they have the Chiefs and the Rams again for the bye week so there's these kind of two weeks chunk two week chunks where even if you look at this game at this early run for the first eight weeks They had two very winnable games that they definitely should have won um, in weeks one and two. Then they had the same thing in weeks five and six. Um, And then if they, and then you just got to find a way that's the expectation is four wins. And then you find a way to get maybe one or two more out of that. And you're five and three or you're six and two heading into the bye week. And that's still within play for sure. You know, the Niners have played really well against the Rams uh, in the regular season. They beat them, you know, six in a row. Uh in the regular season, obviously the n f c championship game, notwithstanding from last year um the chiefs look a little vulnerable, you know us the colts um panthers, Falcons on the road, who knows we'll see, but um again that that that's long term, just looking at this in a short term it's it's really hard to not be disappointed in this because even though the Niners defense or offense couldn't get it going, they still had the opportunity to win. All they needed was to score one more time, one more time. It could have been a field goal and it would have done the trick or just don't get that safety nine and 10 minutes left to go in the third quarter at that point. And it's seven to five strange, you know, is it Rockies giants? I don't know. Um, it actually the the 11 to 10 feels like a, a course field score uh, for baseball but wild things uh, have happened and it's, I don't know it it feels appropriate um I was just listening to the 49ers talk podcast with Matt Mayoko, and he kept kept calling it an ugly score for an ugly game and I think that's a really appropriate way of thinking about this um the Niners should have won regardless of how sort of lacking in crispness the offense was was. Uh, had and, and, and everything and it, yeah, I mean it's just you look at it and all the things that we praised the Niners for doing last week against the Seahawks were all the things that they didn't do. They never got the the running game going. Um, they turned the ball over. They weren't quite as bad in penalties as they were in week one, but still seven for forty. They couldn't control the ball. One for ten on third down. A, but, the, but the frustrating part, the more frustrating part about this is Denver wasn't good either. Um, they had one, each team had one drive that that it managed to, on offense, that it managed to overcome the opposing defense. For the Niners, it was early in the game. I think it was their second drive in the game, and, Gra- and Garoppolo throws to Ayuk for a touchdown. That That's it. That was the Niners' drive. For the Broncos, it was the one with four minutes left to go in the game, and Melv- or they score with Melvin Gordon from one yard out. That was it. That was the, literally the only the only major movement that the Broncos had, um, and and so it all comes down to if Jim and Grapple doesn't step out of the back of the end zone, um, we're looking at a completely different situation, and that makes it really really hard. Um, okay, so before I. But before I rant any further about this, I, I, I need to stop and uh, take a little break. So let's take a word from our sponsors. All right, um, so, I don't know, I don't know what you do with this, because, um, the the lesson is that you gotta hope that Garoppolo is enough of a pro to, to learn from this and to, to continue to build, and it, obviously, I don't think it can get any worse than this, I'm not sure how he could, how he could make more errors, or bigger blunders, um, but the fact of the matter is he has he has to make, we've talked about this before in, in years past, he has to be at least good enough or at least competent enough to make the opposing defenses think about how much pressure you're going to put on the 49ers um, running game. Um, you know, the Broncos, uh, they kept talking about five down linemen last night. They were playing with a, a you know, five, fr- five man front um, on the, on the defensive line. And, that was that was daring the 49ers to throw the ball, and Garoppolo just couldn't do it consistently enough. Um, and he's going to have to get to that point, or else then every team's just going to stack the box, and Jeff Wilson or Jordan Mason or whoever ends up being the the key running back over the next you know six weeks or so is not going to get anywhere. I mean, Wilson was okay. Uh, what did he carry the ball? Twelve times, seventy five yards, uh, but thirty seven of those were on one rush. Um, and you had the fumble at the end that was that was bad. Um but they never got it going. Jordan Mason carried the ball one time, seven yards. Devo Samuel five for six. Um and it just never it never got going. And I I don't know, they just didn't run that many plays if you look at it. Um Garoppolo threw the ball twenty nine times, they ran the ball nineteen times, um, and they had uh, you know, four sacks, so Gosh, that's just not very many plays at all, um, offensively from an offensive point of view. Um, um, let's see if I can find fifty-six is the number of offensive plays, which is not very many, um, and and is not something that you want to see, um, <laughs> from your offense. That's just it's not ideal, um, and so they're going to need more consistency. They're going to need to be able to control the ball, um, but it it can't it can't come down to that. They they cannot be only good when the running game is working, they have to be multifaceted enough. That was the whole point of Trey Lance in the first place is that he provides for the running game, but he also is, is useful enough uh, in the passing game to put pressure on opposing defenses to make them think about um, what they're, what they're trying to do because otherwise it's, it's too one dimensional. It's too uh, inconsistent and they may be able to hit, you know, occasionally and, and make something happen in, um, an unexpected way where they can pull, you know, like a NFC championship game a couple of years ago with the Packers against the Packers, where they just can do things on the ground in ways that you don't expect them to do. Um, and that's fine, but you can't count on that. You can't count on the, the 189 yards that they got on the ground last week. It has to be consistent enough. And Jimmy Garoppolo has to be consistent enough. Um, to be able to get this to be able to get the job done otherwise it's just going to be it's 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 not going to work um and this was sort of the worst case scenario of what could happen for this team it's pretty clear that this defense is going to be good enough throughout the season to be able to keep them in games um that uh, i think when we get to to teams like the the rams or the Chiefs, or the Chargers later in the season, or the Dolphins, as it turns out. Um, teams like that, who are much stronger offensively um, than any of the teams that they've played so far, including this Broncos team with Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, Theoretically, the Buccaneers maybe, I guess. Um, I, I think this defense is going to do well enough, is going to be so... Is going to be strong enough, provided that they stay healthy and all that, all that stuff, to hold those teams in check for a certain amount of time. But the offense then has to step up and hold its own a little bit, because if the defense is going to be good enough to keep teams under under twenty points a game, let's say um, they're sent at twelve point three through three games, which is nuts. Um, so let's say they can keep keep teams under under twenty points a game. Let's say it's sixteen or seventeen points that they can keep them under that's not that that's not asking that much that means that you need to score three touchdowns a game to win three touchdowns three touchdowns that means you need to, or you can score 20 points you can score two touchdowns and kick two field goals whatever I don't care um, if your defense is good enough to keep play to keep teams under 20 which would be fantastic then all your offense needs to do is be good enough to to score 21 points a game <laughs> or the equivalent thereof. And that, to me, feels like something this offense should be able to do. They have enough good players um, to be able to do it. Now, obviously, losing Trent Williams for an extended period of time is going to hurt that. Um, But they have done the job before. And, you know, hopefully it would be really nice if they could get Daniel Brunskill back. Um, Maybe he can step in uh, as a swing tackle option moving forward. I don't know, Jalen Moore, Colton McKivitts, I'm not sure if they're the, the answer to fill the hole at this particular point. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard to look at this team at this juncture and I'm not saying the season's over, da, da 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 da. Anything like that. Um it's just that this they have to figure out a way to make it so that their defense, which is so good, is not being wasted with an offense that can't quite get it together. Um, which is really what we're talking about here. Um this offense only has to be a little bit good. They have to be mediocre because right now they're 28th in points for at 15.7 points per game. Um, they wouldn't have to get terribly much further um, in order to rise up. So let's 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 take a look at at how it is um, through basically not quite through three games because we haven't played the Monday night football game yet. Um, but it is interesting to to look at it, um, nonetheless,, uh, in terms of scoring through through the games so far. Sorry, this is taking a little bit longer than I expected. Um, but anyway, so I, I mean, it, it it probably won't take too much more. To get themselves up into that three, that three averaging three to three and a half touchdowns a game, 24 points a game would probably do the job here. Um Like not just, <laughs> just thinking about it from that perspective. Um If they can get to the, to the 21 to 24 points per game, I think this defense is going to be good enough. Um And it's just really disappointing that they haven't been able to show anything um so far, uh, to be able to, to show themselves capable enough of, uh, of not being horrible on offense, (laughs) which, um, you know, take, take that what you will, but, um, it's, uh, it's not ideal. Um, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I really don't want to, I don't want to belabor the point on this one much anymore because it's, um, it's, it's not, not looking good um and that game was just um so difficult to watch and it wasn't any fun and the niners have a have a, another primetime game coming up you know they have a long week to prepare uh and then they will be flying over to actually close to where i am um to take on the panthers in week five i'm actually hoping to attend that game so that'll be fun to talk about um but man like i said in the uh in my reason for concern Stupid Russell Wilson gonna be stupid Russell Wilson. And he wasn't, he wasn't for the majority of the game. He just had a couple of moments as moments of brilliance, um, and sort of mediocre brilliance by his own standards, I think. Uh, the bar was set very low, and it that's all that's all I'll say. For this for this game, the moment of brilliance didn't have to be that particularly outstanding. And there you go. Alright, well, enough enough of that. The lament is is over. It it's it is what it is. The Niners are one and two. Uh, but they have a good opportunity with the Rams coming to Levi Stadium for Monday Night Football to right the ship, get to two and two. There's a really good likelihood we could be looking at two at four two and two teams by the end of of Week Four, um, with the Niners having two winnable games uh, on the road following uh, that game um, here on the East Coast and adjacent with uh, Carolina and Atlanta um, in succession. So, all right, well. <laughs> sorry about that folks but such is the nature of this particular podcast so uh, that's what happens when you lose an 11 to 10 game on a dumb safety when your quarterback steps out of the back of the end zone it's just ridiculous anyway um (laughs) thanks for listening to my lament everyone um and thanks for listening to this and all episodes of the niner noise podcast part of the fan-sided podcast network As always, check out ninernoise.com for all your latest 49ers news and analysis. And be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And of course, share it with all your fellow 49er fan friends. So until next time, let's sound the horn, 49ers. (laughs)